0: That's Patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y, unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Podcast Mit Tom Reimann. And David Well.
1: I'm getting up there with my necromancer, Tom.
0: I've been working on Henrietta. I'm at level six. I couldn't. Oh, okay. I didn't get to play yesterday or the day before, really.
1: Yeah, you got to get that grind. #hashtag Rise and grind, Tom. Mm-hmm. You gotta. I'm at like level thirty something with my necromancer. It's hard to be a demon.
0: It's pretty chill, though.
1: It's very chill. I love it.
0: Like I don't. Uh, I don't care that i'm losing that game which is a very right game. when i'm playing either when i'm playing the humans or the demon i do not care when i lose it's just fun to play and that's it awesome. is just fun
1: which is the same as f f13 friday the 13th. Friday the yeah. 13th. It, i would say i still love friday the 13th's dynamic better uh but this is obviously a way more polished game and the one thing i'll say is when i played it's jason and friday the 13th that would get old unless i was playing with friends whereas playing as the demon i could just fucking do all day long
0: yeah it's like playing Uh, sim city yeah yeah it is real chill chill. (laughs) yeah i'm just like zooming around setting traps
1: yeah which is how it should be like that that is how you would be a demon an evil dead demon like the One the, one of the aspects of Evil Dead, I always thought, was how much fun the demons are constantly having.
0: Yeah, they're really enjoying themselves.
1: They really are. And, like, yeah, when they're defeated, they're like, nah, we'll be back. Mm-hmm. And then they leave it at that. Uh, yeah. So it works. It works really
0: well. Yeah, it's chill. I'm excited for the first DLC. W- from what I've read, it's going to add some Army of Darkness maps. Yes! Uh, so that'll be chill. Hopefully that means we'll be able to drive the car with the blades on the front. Oh yeah. That means the pit and will probably be in there.
1: Hopefully. And just, yeah, that castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The castle and, that,
0: and the cemetery,
1: the cemetery. Mm. Yeah. That's the one. I mean, it's great. It's great, but I cannot wait for more customizable things. Like they, like when you trap the chests. I want more. I don't know what else it would be, but the hand and the little ashes. But I, I want more customizable stuff. You know. Oh, I can, uh, you could do the
0: stuff like when the book turns into a uh, alive and bites his hand. You could do shit. Oh like
1: that. yeah, you could do the book. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Uh that's a, Oh, that's now a I just want to play idea. Evil Dead. Me too. We should play well, tonight. <laughs> I, I probably will. I got a little work to do after this, but I'm, I'm down. I got I'm a lot down. of
0: work. I got to write so much about Elon. Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, Hi everyone.
0: Hello everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to the episode of Hypecast. Hypecast. It's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things and the Evil Dead game. I'm your host Tom Ryman. I'm your co-host I'm Tom your, Ryman. I'm your other co-host David Bell. Mm, sorry, Dave. I didn't mean to cut you out of the equation there.
1: I mean, we I don't have so a guest. E- I so, so I was so excited be the guest. About,
0: about Evil Dead. Yeah, that's true. the, the uh, our guest could be the Evil Dead game.
1: Yeah. It
0: could be. We don't have a guest this week. Uh, we're scheduling. I don't know. Our scheduling fell through. It's fine. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, we, we didn't do much. We didn't. We, we both like we're like, oh, yeah, we need a guest. But we booked we booked a lot of guests for like or the, you did the specifically. Future, Yeah. <laughs> for the future so like everybody we tapped was like i can do it in a couple weeks from now so we have a bunch of guests we got some in cool the next couple weeks guests
0: lined up for you guys yeah. over the next few weeks you're gonna be yeah. so excited when when their little voices hit your little ears you're gonna be like ooh, that's gonna be the noise you're gonna make that is gonna be the noise you're gonna make it's the sound of hype escaping the body dave
1: ooh. yes ooh. ooh, yeah it's what when you when we die our hype escapes our bodies yeah. and it goes ooh. <laughs>
0: Woo. it's like the futurama joke with human bender <laughs> yeah but he <laughs> <The air>. wooed <laughs> no that was air escaping the folds in his fat uh,
1: that's so good then they roll him it's like, woo.
0: Woo. Ah,
1: ah. oh that's good that's, that's how good I go. yeah me too yeah. me too i want to be rolled out of a room
0: yes wooing
1: <laughs> wooing
0: <laughs> wooing from, the whole from way my
1: various folds <laughs> uh that's good stuff podcasts
0: oh man right? Po- this Am I is, right yeah this is podcasting yes now this now this is podcasting, is podcasting.
1: uh i'm pretty hyped
0: i'm i uh, yeah i'm i'm at a pretty solid level of hype i've maintained the hype um we got some cool trailers today dave
1: we do we have some cool trailers i agree with that um i guess we should probably start by uh, doing some producer nods, though, first, right?
0: Yeah, I guess we could probably do that if we wanted.
1: All right. Well, a big old, a big old meaty thank you to Humbre. <laughs> Humbre. Umbre.
0: Nombre.
1: Um, Nombre. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you to Heathcliff's helping handfuls. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the conveniently placed self destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Thank you. Thank you to Lef. Thank you. Thank you to Thank you to Samuel Beckett's Donuts and Mortgage Emporium. Thank mm, you. One Stop Shop. Thank, yeah, thank you to Ryan the Silly Money Goose. Thank you. Thank you to Snapper Car. Punches God in the Dick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Nerd Numbers. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you. Thank you to DJ Finny mm,
0: on the ones and twos. Thank you.
1: Mm, thank you to Dracula the Bus Driving Vampire. Thank you so much. Thank you to Brockway, loves the Meat Millie. Man,
0: boy, does he. Mm-hmm. Thank you to David, Knife. Knife Boot. Henson, thank you. Oh, man. All right, let me get in here. Thank you to Grumblebee. Thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you. Thank you to Seismic Charge Noise. Thank you. Very you appropriate, one. because this week is the uh, 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. So very appropriate, nice. producer not. Uh, thank you to Look Bomb on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Deborah is awesome, Barbara is great, and cancer can go to hell. Thank you. Thank you to Numenal Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano coniosis Anti-Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Mm. Thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Uh, thanks. Thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thanks. Thank you to Davey Francis Nine. Davey goes to hell. He sure does. The final Davey yep uh thinking to mvb thank you all right all right dave yeah all right
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right so
0: so (laughs) we have another another week another new marvel thing
1: yep she hulk attorney at law
0: yes the trailer Um, came out this week um yeah so i don't know from
1: the comics is the entire thing, it's in the name. It seemed like this whole trailer was like, look, she's a lady. Like, it, all, it was just like.
0: Yeah, this is. Okay. I'm sp- I'm very. Which, s- okay. You finish your thought.
1: Oh, which isn't inherently bad, I should say. No. Like, I don't want to come off as like a weirdo who's like, why is everything political just because someone's a woman uh, or something weird like that. But it did seem to be like the only thing. In this trailer, <laughs> yeah, and like I don't know, fight some crime. You're a superhero, well, and I'm sure she will.
0: Yeah, that reminds me a little bit of um, when we were at Cracked. Uh, we used to pass on a lot of pitches where the only hook was "and they're women." It's like, well, our, you know, it's like
1: right, right. Well, it would it was be like, like ex criminals who were women. Exactly. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's like okay, I mean, we
0: need a little more connective tissue than that. <clears throat> um, but uh, that's not entirely. I mean. I'm I think uh, that
1: said, this does look entertaining. Sorry. Well, this
0: is, this is kind of what I'm split on. I think the idea of this show is great. Cause like the She-Hulk attorney at law, uh, that's an awesome title. Like the poster is. is just her walking up the courthouse steps, uh, and like some cool ass pumps and you can see she's green. Um, so like the idea of doing like Ali McBeal in like a superhero universe starring a superhero starring, uh, Jennifer Walters. I think that's her name. Um, is it's a, a great idea I- is a great idea that sounds like a lot of fun um this trailer yeah. is bad
1: <laughs> yeah i mean okay so yeah i i think what you're saying it i just think it needs to have a little bit of self-awareness kind of like futurama single female lawyer where like if they know they're doing Ally McBeal, and they know that's kind of a 90s dated idea
0: it's a it's a very uh, 90s throwback vibe to to the idea which is still appeals to me obviously yeah, i grew up in the 90s.
1: yeah and that's the thing is i i could watch a whole show where she's just like trying to get you know trying to date and trying to have it all and also a she-hulk like that is fun mm-hmm. uh for sure uh like i honestly I, I i said oh you should fight some crime honestly there's a version of this that i would love where she doesn't fight a single crime where it's just her, right she's like, just
0: being a lawyer yeah and then also fucking, learning to deal with her hulk powers with the help of her cousin mark hulk hulkalo
1: hulkalo if this is a fucking like a courtroom series perfect that would be delightful perfect
0: Another, a, courtroom, yeah. a courtroom sitcom oh man yeah so excited but I don't, for
1: that yeah i don't know if it will be the trailer is not yeah like you said tra- it's not a very tra- good trailer. trailer
0: is pretty bad and it's i think i hope anyway uh she hulk herself looks bad in the trailer it could just be that it's not finished that happens all the time or the, that happens all the, the time. effects also, aren't quite finished you know
1: yeah it's tv like i i saw yeah there's a lot of people mocking the cgi and like, yeah. But also, if something is good, uh, I can get past that.
0: You know, it was just uh, it's it's jarring when like Hulk looks better in the scenes with her, which again make just yeah. make, just makes me think that the effects aren't quite done yet because she's a completely right. completely new character. Like they've never right. rendered her in computers before. So
1: that makes sense.
0: Um, um,
1: who's making this? Let me. I'm looking this up um
0: well uh i forget who the showrunner is
1: (laughs) uh she did rick and she did some rick and morty um she did uh okay yeah it's like a tv
0: yeah the reason i was kind of laughing is because i know one of the writers involved in the show is a person that i'm not going to name by name but a person who has stolen from me and many other people in the past oh interesting so glad that person continues to get work
1: yeah 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 that's always fun that's uh-huh. a, that's one of those frustrating industry things yeah that happens. And it
0: happens all the time what are you gonna do but yeah 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 <laughs>
1: um yeah i i mean again this could be good it you're right the trailer I, didn't get me that excited
0: i wanted to be good but boy that i really the trailer just it was like, a, like a like a dead fish landing on mm-hmm. the landing on the pavement for me she's like yeah this looks this looks corny in a bad way is what the trailer looks like mm-hmm. uh and the show's premise needs to be corny in a fun way um so but you know trailers are 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 bad all the time so um i'm more interested in the i uh, this show just because i like the idea of it um than pretty much any of the other Marvel shows since Wandavision.
1: Right. I also this this is gonna this is a weird gripe, but it this is adding to the the Marvel Let's Reform bad guys where they have Tim Roth there. Mm-hmm. And Abomination showed up in Shang Chi as well. And I, I recently watched like the original the the fucking what's his face Hulk
0: Incredible Hulk, yeah.
1: Yeah, Edward Norton Hulk. And like he murders people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. abomination kills cops he kills innocent people uh and so like this idea of like ah look at him look at tim roth like we love tim roth and we do we do uh but like i don't know
0: i don't think he's gonna uh, get reformed like abomination is one of hulk's biggest like nemesis Nemesis. yeah so i, I think are just... i can
1: see him like being the main baddie
0: probably yeah i think they're bringing him back to make him a recurring villain for for hulk and she hulk to have to deal with
1: yeah but i think they're also playing off of like the fact that tim roth is like i don't know we'll see we'll yeah, see yeah like, it does in in, the... in, in shang chi they like played him off as like wong was like hanging out with him right and and they were like yeah good good game and like high-fiving or whatever and it's like he's he killed people like he, so did like, hulk what the fuck
0: so did hulk
1: yeah, that's true.
0: Like, if you remember, T- Tim Roth starts out as a soldier trying to prevent Hulk from hurting innocent people, and Hulk right. kicks him into a tree. Yes. Um, so, but yeah, I see what you're saying. In the brief shot we see uh, of Tim Roth in this trailer, it does look like he's kind of being like funny and fun, which is totally yeah. fine. I like Tim Roth. Everybody likes Tim Roth. I
1: like Tim Roth, too. And I that's the thing. I like Tim Roth more than I dislike Abomination, so the other part of me is like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I don't mean, care. who gives a shit? Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah. It's the
0: incredible Hulk. It like any, the stuff that happened in that movie barely counts. <laughs> like,
1: yes. Yeah. 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 So any, it's, either of
0: the two Hulk movies honestly are barely canon.
1: It's weird that the Ang Lee one feels like it technically is because the incredible Hulk starts where the Ang Lee one left off. Yeah. Which is weird. It's weird to think that that is in the MCU that that one yeah uh, which i don't know yeah i i think most people don't think that way it also it's a funny i always think of the alternate universe because they did the incredible hulk and iron man almost back to back and imagine what would have happened if incredible hulk was the one that made the more money yeah. that like did really well yeah and then like the mcu would have been like weird and gritty
0: yeah it does was...
1: it feels like that was their test yeah, like they did those both and they're like all right we're going with the iron man stuff
0: yeah and there's there's been pieces written about this um but for sure those first two movies they come out within a month of each other uh, iron man comes out in may of 2008 incredible hulk comes out in june um so yeah there's definitely like kind of like a, doing market research basically to see well which which do you guys like and because people responded so well to iron man they like doubled down on that tone in thor uh, yeah. So like, there's there's been a lot of stuff written about how like Iron Man's obviously the be obviously the beginning. Thor is the movie where it solidified what the MCU was going to be.
1: Right. So uh, somewhere out there, there's a variant mm-hmm. of the MCU
0: where it's all Incredible Hulk, and we got yeah. like four movies out of it, and nobody cared anymore.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> or or where like everybody loved it. Oh and yes. We're all, and and Edward Norton is the new John Favreau. Yeah. We're all like, yeah, without Edward Norton. This whole thing wouldn't have uh, come together.
0: Every MCU movie is is loaded with cameos from actors from The Wire because Edward (laughs) Norton was watching The Wire at the time.
1: Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. (laughs) That's such a... I remember watching it for the first time being like, was that Omar? It sure was Omar, (laughs) Dave. It's one of those cameos where it's like, if you're going to have Omar in it, give him a role. (laughs) Make him play Abomination. (laughs) He's just some guy who comes out
0: and react. To yeah, the action like
1: that's you have, it you have omar and you barely used him what the fuck he's just
0: um, he's just a bystander that's all he is
1: yeah but yeah she hulk uh it does seem very fun i i am like uh <laughs> part of it is burnout and part of it's this trailer but i still like this is One of the Marvel projects that I was more excited for when I heard about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely gonna give this a shot. I hope it's good.
0: It's one of the weird ones. And I like you know, again, I said it's the most interested I've been in in one of these shows since WandaVision, and it's because it's this outside the box premise. It's not just another it's not just another Marvel movie broken up into six or eight episodes like Winter Soldier or uh, Hawkeye or whatever.
1: I hope it's not that.
0: Right, the premise, the idea of it is not, but yeah. that could, it'll probably, Yeah, Wanda, there, WandaVision was also ultimately disappointing, but like still pretty cool for uh, a lot of those episodes. So.
1: For sure. For sure. Um, all right. Well, speaking of outside the box stuff, <laughs> this next trailer is for Spiderhead, head, Spiderhead. I think it was originally called Escape from Spiderhead this is so a couple things to note one it's directed by joseph kaczynski who directed top gun the new top gun maverick he
0: sure did meaning
1: that yeah in the time that top gun was filmed and then delayed he was able to just make an entirely different film that is this going to come out even before top gun
0: i can't tell maybe i didn't i didn't notice what the release date was it's a netflix movie although i think top gun comes out memorial day weekend so top gun comes out in like two weeks so probably not okay
1: probably not uh joseph kaczynski of course director of tron legacy yep which we all love we're we're, Um, we're
0: big kaczynski heads on this podcast
1: we are i really like oblivion as well so like that is like this i'm very excited for for that reason
0: yeah it's a it's a a high tech prison where it's run by a crazed chris hemsworth and listen yeah. anytime you get chris hemsworth to play a bad guy a plus
1: yeah and to play like a funny guy too
0: yeah um, i love
1: that chris hemsworth we're now like he's our funny guy cuz he is
0: but he can do he can do both though which is cool like it's cool Like him in like, um, bad times, the El Royale or him as a bad, so
1: good in that
0: as a bad guy in perfect getaway. Like he's in intimidating and intense and yeah. And in bad times, he's basically Charles Manson. So it's, it's less like overt intensity. Like he does in perfect getaway. Um, and so like him in this movie seems a lot like Oscar Isaac in, um, uh, shit, the Garland film.
1: The Garland film, an uh, annihilation.
0: Mm, Donald Gleason and um, the robot lady, uh, Alicia Vikander. Ex machina. ex machina. There you go. Fuck, man. Yes, my, my brain this week, you guys, it's not did. not working.
1: Yeah, he's like a he's like tech broy. Um, yeah, he's using. It seems like prisoners like ex- and experiments. Yeah. yeah, right. And and Miles, uh, what's his fuck is there? Teller. Miles Teller, uh, and like. whatever i guess he is fine he's there um i I, i'm just really excited to see more of this director uh because at least what i like about this director was that he he's one of those directors kind of like um well there's a few like this where if he can do something practically he will but he's also not like ridiculous about it either he understands that Movies are a bunch of different ingredients and CGI is just as good. Uh, And so, like, I don't know, he's visually is very interesting all the damn time. And it's because uh, I think I've talked about this. He started as, I believe, an architect or a set designer or something like he had. He had a very visual uh, beginnings. Uh, And so I don't know. He makes very interesting looking films that are also, I would argue, pretty good. I think Oblivion was fun. Uh Tron Legacy, I understand the problems with, but I will keep watching it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is Tron Legacy.
1: Yeah, it it is as exciting as Tron was. Uh in that neither were very exciting, but I enjoy it. Um this seems less like a visual thing. Like Top Gun's another one where I'm like, fuck, I know visually that's gonna be amazing.
0: Yeah, this um, seems pretty pretty focused on the interior prison location although it's clear that like, the prison is on some sort of fantastical island um right if- it's
1: also just a little more uh comedic driven and um character driven than he tends to do this seems you know? like
0: yeah it's it's the kind of movie it seems like anyway the kind of movie you make during lockdown the kind of movie you make during pandemic where it's it's, oh, yeah, it's that's smaller true. it's an interior location it's only four or five characters it appears
1: Right, should be noticed uh, noted. It's the um, writer of the Deadpool's and Zombieland uh, and also Six Underground. So, Oof. you know, uh, <laughs> but you you but you can you kind of get the style from that where it's uh yeah that very meta e. Although they also wrote it's two writers. They also wrote Life, so they don't just do like straight up comedies, but it's a lot of like meta ish comedy style. So. Mm-hmm uh i don't know what that's gonna
0: well amount there's a to. there's a meta joke at the end where uh yeah. hemsworth's character says something about uh, you know handsome people get uh, attractive people get away with uh, a lot more than than regular people and, and i know i've i myself have benefited from that a few times in the past right
1: that isn't to say that this is gonna be meta it just seems like that's more their style like they're doing the clue movie which is like
0: yeah that makes sense yeah it checks out yeah
1: yeah uh, also, so they, this one I, is, think, I think i think those know.
0: i think those writers are so, somewhat attached to um ryan reynolds and i believe ryan it's, reynolds is is also doing the clue movie
1: yeah i think yeah. so no no you're right it's weird yeah they mostly do ryan reynolds shit but they don't always do it mm-hmm. so that's all to say i'm very curious about what this is going to be um
0: yeah i'll watch the shit out of it. it's gonna be on netflix yeah that makes it very easy to watch. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, Six Underground was uh, not easy to watch. I no. turned it off halfway through. But no, yeah, I way, guess what I'm way sa- more yeah. faith in this project than Six Underground.
1: <laughs> I have I have faith. I guess what I'm saying is that th- I love this director, mm-hmm. but this is very much out of his style. The I know stuff he does, and it's two writers that I don't particularly love. So, like, there is a chance that this won't work for me. I guess. But I'm very excited to see what it's like.
0: Right. It just, it makes me more interested to watch it because it's like, yeah. this is normally, a spe- it's like, it's not exactly a one-to-one obviously, but it's like Spielberg coming off his string of blockbusters in the early eighties to make the color purple. You're like, Oh, what is this going to be like? Like, right exactly uh, obviously not exactly one-to-one comparisons for a number of reasons but it's it's a similar kind of like curiosity that's like oh how would how is this big spectacle guy going to handle a movie that doesn't have any spectacle yeah.
1: yeah 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 i'm i'm super super curious about that uh you want to talk about this next thing
0: yeah actually <laughs> pretty, pretty <laughs> i do too pretty into this
1: Luck. It's a kid's movie called Luck. It's going to be on the Apple's the Apple's TV.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh It's Skydance am- animation. Yeah. Um,
0: means John Lasseter is involved, but whatever.
1: Oh, I mean, that's nah, a not, shame.
0: Not whatever, but it's like, <laughs> it's just like, Christ. <laughs> that is a shame. I mean, we were just talking about how it's like, man, you just can't get away from some people in Hollywood. Yep. They, just keep they just keep getting doing those it. opportunes.
1: Yeah. Um, this is a... So yeah. This has a cast that is incredible.
0: I didn't look uh, at the I cast. I, I was just basing my enjoyment off of the, basing my interest off of the trailer alone. And this is a really good trailer.
1: It <laughs> is. It's a winner. It's. A, I mean, which doesn't mean much for CGI, but it's a little black cat going through like it's like Monsters Inc. Where there's like an uh luck, luck universe yeah. of people who control luck, good and bad luck. And this black cat who is voiced, I believe, by Simon Pegg, uh, because he is credited as one of the people. Uh, And and so it's I'm pretty damn sure Simon Pegg uh, telling people about this luck universe um, while like a series of near misses constantly happen. Yeah. And that's the the gag.
0: It's a perfect way Uh, to illustrate the concept of the movie. Uh, yeah by, by doing like, it through a wonder where this cat doesn't have to stop walking it just keeps narrowly avoiding stuff and stuff keeps happening at the right moment to put him where he needs to be it's it's very cute it's very effective yeah i'm into it
1: it also has jane fonda uh Whoopi goldberg and john ratzenberger so that's that's why i was like huh well that's certainly a cast oh yeah okay uh, yeah uh it's i don't know it it does it looks very cute it it looks like a, a a fun kids movie um with a little black cat which you know i'm biased but
0: yeah i hear you're into uh, those
1: yeah, yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty into those uh the, i'm looking up the writers to see i mean they did kids movies yeah sure oh, one of them wrote king of the hill so oh hell i'm yeah. into okay. that yeah yeah uh it, it uh yeah I don't know what else to say about this except like if you have a like a small child you should probably show them this movie but if you're like a large person you could probably also watch this movie
0: yeah i don't know i'm I'm just i'm into it apple tv continues to put out stuff Yeah, yeah you guys are really on your game i guess
1: i need to watch i have a reminder that i i literally have a reminder that says you have apple tv because i haven't really been watching anything on it even though i now have it uh and uh i tried i watched severance and i was disappointed by it so Mm -hmm. i need to get i need to get back on that apple horse
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah we should make apple horses dave sure what should, is that I don't know it's a horse made of apples I don't know if the apple is its head or its body or its legs or a combination of some of those
1: right you um, just got to keep you got to keep women off of it because Alpha masculinity Twitter uh, pointed out that women uh, get off on horses what sorry that was that was a thing that happened today on
0: twitter (laughs) what (laughs) i I recognize those are words that you just spoke to me (laughs) it's it's
1: a tweet from you know one of those accounts where you're like i have no idea if this is satire i can't figure it out and i still can't it was a, a, a twitter about like man stuff about how women shouldn't ride horses bicycles or motorcycles because they make them aroused
0: yeah, that was a uh, that's why side saddle is a thing, Dave. That's like that's like a thing that people believed 600 years ago.
1: Right. Right. And and people on Twitter now.
0: Yeah, it's great it's so great that we're like regressing to like puritanical <laughs> well, again, views of of I mean, we're already pretty puritanical here in America, but we're yeah, really regressing.
1: It's just a it's just probably a single like 17-year-old on Twitter with this account for all we know although it could be like a 45 year old guy who who am i kidding i'm just saying
0: in combination with everything that's going on i know it's like another aspect of like yeah listen the point anyway the
1: point is apple horse
0: (laughs) apple horse it could be a a, a giant apple with horse legs
1: uh yeah dave yeah that sounds that sounds pretty good Mm -hmm.
0: and since horses eat apples uh that would be a real challenge. It would eat itself. Exactly. Yeah. You'd have to be constant care and vigilance is what would be required of you as, a, as an owner of an apple horse.
1: Right. I'm glad we got got to mm-hmm. the bottom yeah. of that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now this uh, is podcasting.
1: <laughs> uh, w- all right. Well, next trailer is, we talked about this, but the full trailer is here. Brian and
0: Charles. Yeah. This clearly got picked up. It's being put out by Focus Features
1: yeah and, and this trailer has like millions of views yeah uh this is what happens when you get a
0: studio behind you
1: this is what happens when we cover a movie that exactly. deserves more hype exactly
0: this is you're right you're right i overlooked our own influence and involvement in that number
1: yeah i think this looks fun i still i'm still into it still based on, on board. this trailer yeah
0: still on board if you guys don't remember brian and charles is a is an extremely british comedy about a british guy who builds himself a, a robot friend out of a washing machine and mannequin parts and stuff and it's very british and it's very charming um the key it's word about, is british it's it's about their uh, hijinks and adventures together but they're all very humble adventures because it's extremely british very um, british the adventures like getting in the car and going to town it's that kind yeah. of british and it yeah, looks it's like great. a little
1: british town yeah yeah it looks great i i'm it i i'm it looks like a lot of fun i think it's it's stupid and it's fun and it's just british people being (laughs) really angry
0: it's almost a sketch of a british movie you know yeah
1: like a very british a very british
0: movie yeah yeah it looks Um, great though
1: yeah i like i like the brian his weird inventions and stuff it just yeah it's a mockumentary style Mm -hmm. Uh, it should be fun people should check out the trailer if you like extremely British things Um, on the same subject as movies that deserve more hype I found here this shutter trailer for mad God
0: yeah which
1: we talked about which is Phil Tippett's uh, like what fucking 20 years in the making or something crazy like that two
0: two or three decades yeah it's his feature length stop-motion film if you guys uh, don't immediately recognize the name Phil Tippett's is a huge uh, visual effects guy he, he made the uh, stop motion animatronics for jurassic park uh he star got wars chess star wars yeah he's he got special awards for that because effects awards didn't exist back during star wars um right. but he won an oscar for jurassic park he's a he's a, a legend in the field and this is like his passion project and it looks just like batshit dystopian sci-fi uh it looks yeah. awesome
1: yeah it looks like it's like you look at people like Guillermo del Toro and mm-hmm. Tim Burton and even HR Giger and Phil Tippett's like that's cute they're real cute stuff guys hey check out what I made yeah. <laughs> it's like this fucking cool, fucking nightmare <laughs> beautiful beautiful nightmare mm-hmm. there's like atomic bombs going off and like mutants and it's again all stop motion and it's Fucking gorgeous. And it's probably just some old man in his garage. Like his garage hobby. Uh this whole time. Like it's just mm. Oh, it looks so fucking good.
0: It really does. Um and it's yeah. gonna be on shutter, which is nice. Yep.
1: Lord knows if it has a plot. Uh
0: oh, who knows? <laughs> yeah Might not have any dialogue.
1: <laughs> no, just drink just drink a bunch of cough syrup and pop it on.
0: Oh hell yeah. You're gonna want a robo trip yeah. your way through this movie.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> it's uh yeah. Just sh- uh, look up the trailer, find the recent one. Uh, it's mm.
0: it looks mm. like the first thing I thought of, and this isn't a complete description, but the first thing I thought of is it looks like that Tim Burton movie Nine crossed with Fallout, yeah. the game Fallout.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is. It does look like that. Yeah, I was thinking about Meet the Feebles a little bit.
0: A little bit of Meet the Feebles. A little bit of even Coraline though it's not
1: yeah yeah it's a lot of stuff it's
0: a lot it looks uh fucked but all in the best yeah. possible way
1: <laughs> it really does uh i don't know what else to say about it it's just <laughs>
0: completely fucked there's not looking. much we can say about it there's no plot details or dialogue in this trailer so it's just it's purely the visuals and the knowledge right. that it's this stop motion visual effects legend responsible for it and it's like his passion project so yeah yeah that's i'm true. into the shit
1: uh, I'm super into it. Also, what I'm into is watching Emma Thompson f- fuck this, uh, the, this uh, sex worker.
0: Yeah, okay. Like, and, low key, this is like my favorite trailer on the list today.
1: Me too. Okay, uh, awesome. The, the trailer is for Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. Perfect, and it's Emma perfect Thompson. Name,
0: perfect name for a sex it's, worker. Yeah. Leo Grand.
1: Yeah, also very like British indie sounding yeah. uh, title. Mm-hmm. This is... um. Emma Thompson, uh, hires a male sex worker to just do all the business to her, Right. all of the business. And he's,
0: he's much, much younger. He's probably 30. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And she's basically like, you know, I, I never did much with my life. I've never done anything wild. Uh, I want, I want to, I want to do this. Uh, I want to have an adventure in this hotel room with you and it feels very like virginia wolfie where i don't know if it, they leave the hotel room uh and it's just like him and this guy like bonding and fucking her and
0: this guy oh yeah sorry her yeah and this guy it's, bonding it, yeah and it fucking. looks really it looks really s- like sweet and kind of like like pensive because it's like she's she's recent age in her life where she there's a lot of like body dysmorphia like she's not comfortable in her own skin she it seems like she was very uh sexually repressed her whole life but that's not the entirety of it it's 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 like she feels repressed in every area of her life right um and like i you know i'm getting older he's had some have some have had some life events in the past year that's making me think more about like my age and, and mortality and all that shit and like this this yeah. the, like the, what she's experiencing in this trailer really like spoke to me <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah i i totally get that yeah, yeah. <laughs> leo grand is played by daryl mccormick who is uh one of them peaky blinders
0: Oh, okay i didn't recognize him um
1: i didn't either but he's uh he's yeah he's he's one of them peakies
0: yeah he looks great One of them. yeah yeah, yeah. it looks like it, a really it, it looks like a really sweet movie honestly it does with a whole it lot does. of fucking
1: with yeah not enough fucking i hope it's like never this enough. could have just honestly been it's fucking. never enough yeah we could have just had a movie where there it's like this for the first 15 minutes and then it's just fucking yeah just uh but you know whatever yeah. everybody has their own tastes
0: but uh, yeah i'm like w- weirdly excited to watch this it's coming to hulu um and then mm. yeah, fucking it's emma thompson emma thompson's great like with, she's great yeah She's so.
1: one of those people who like every time she shows up, I'm fucking delighted by her, yeah, like, and i don't I don't think about her that much,, uh, and maybe I should, you know, maybe I should wake up and think like what what is Emma Thompson up to today
0: uh more right. She's like again i'm 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 killing it with with this specific genre of comparison today. Again, it's not a total like one to one comparison. But it's like when Patrick Wilson shows up in a movie, because it's like, yeah, it's not like I don't seek out Emma Thompson movies, but like when she shows up in a movie, I'm like, OK, we got a fucking movie now.
1: Like, yeah, we got, we got Emma Thompson. Yeah, Patrick <laughs> Wilson is, uh, yeah, very similar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in a different way. In a but different yeah.
0: way. But like, you know, uh, like I said, I'm killing it with these uh, comparisons yeah, yeah, today. Yeah.
1: yeah. Men in Black International's Emma Thompson.
0: Oh, right. She was in that.
1: Yeah, everybody was in that, and that didn't save was a, the movie. There was
0: a lot of people in that movie. That movie had an incredible cast, and boy, did it suck.
1: Yeah, I could maybe watch it again, just for no good reason, but...
0: I still remember, like, most of the plot beats, and... See, I...
1: Yeah, I'm remembering less and less every day. That one left me pretty quickly.
0: It's... I'm surprised it's how I'm surprised one... how much of it is still there. Like I hadn't, I forgot the movie existed until you mentioned it, and right <laughs> now that I'm scanning well, my what's... memory banks, a lot of it's still in fucking... there. Apparently, Emma Thompson wasn't in there though, so
1: fucking Emma Thompson, Liam Neeson, uh, Tessa Thompson, Camille Nanjiani, Chris Hemsworth. It's like, come on, guys, you you got you. They're all here. They're all here. How did you how did you make a movie that I don't remember from the director of the Negotiator, Tom?
0: it's a real heavy Men hitter. In black international real heavy hitter yeah. right there yeah
1: yeah anyway this this movie does look quite good good luck to you leo grand uh it's fun for the whole family if the whole family likes watching fucking although i don't think there'll be like i don't think there'll be nudity in this sadly
0: well it's if you caught it uh, the little little chiron at the end dave had the r rating and it is in fact rated r for graphic nudity
1: oh yeah Fuck yeah. Give me give me that. Mm. Oh my god. Okay. That's that's great. Yeah, Liz, back on board. Tom. Back on board. Back on board. I was on board already. I just, you know. Yeah. Now I'm even more on board. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh okay. Well, we have this trailer for the old man. Uh which is it looks like John Wick, but um, It's
0: it's Jeff it's Jeff Bridges doing a Liam Jeff Neeson. Bridges?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah you're right um is this a series It can't be
0: it is a series it's gotta
1: be like like a mini series
0: it's at least a limited series yeah i remember when this was announced uh back at the beginning of the pandemic when uh it's and it's right after this is part of like the the new slate of shows for like fx on hulu like when um it was right after disney bought fox and it was like their. We have this whole slate of new awesome programming for Hulu, and this is one of the shows they announced, um, yeah, and
1: i'm I'm looking and like old old uh, Jeffrey Bridges, he doesn't have anything else lined up. This is it. So mm-hmm. he's committed. He's like, I'm doing a TV show. And I don't know. Part of that makes me sad because I'm like, I like him in movies. but also, you know, like it's one of those things where I guess when I get sad about a TV show, it means like, if I don't like the TV show, I don't get that actor for a while. You know what I mean?
0: That's not always and true, especially not now.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, and then there's, there's this like genre of like modern Western where everything's very yellow and everybody's gritty and old. Like that mm-hmm. Yellowstone show, which I have not it's seen. It's
0: right there in the name.
1: Yeah, it's right there in the name. So, like, these feel a little bit of dime a dozen now, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, why I dismissively said it's, it's Jeff Bridges doing a Liam Neeson is it really does just look like every single one of those where it's like this old guy but he's not really an old guy he was a badass and he he, he kills yeah. people like breathing and it's like yeah that's fine and i i like the idea of watching jeff bridges do one of those and the bad guy and this appears to be john lithgow which of course right. i'm on board with that another
1: old man so i'm happy to watch them like fist fight
0: he's slightly uh, less old so he has a tiny bit of an advantage
1: right. I I do hope they both get winded very quickly in every scene Uh, or I want him to be his uh, character from cliffhanger for some reason.
0: Yeah. He survived the helicopter explosion. Yeah. Quaylin. He wants revenge, Dave. (laughs)
1: Um, I'm sure it could be good. It's just, yeah, it really blends in with like this genre.
0: Yeah. And it's one of those things where I, you know, I like the cast. Um, it's also got Amy Brenneman in there, and I haven't—I feel like I haven't seen her in something in forever. Um, but like, the plot is just so, like you said, a dime a dozen that it's like I'm not going to seek this one out probably as much as yeah. I as much as I like the cast and obviously I fucking love Jeff Bridges, who doesn't. But like, this is not one that I'm going to like go out of my way to watch. I will probably forget that it exists.
1: Yes, I'm. Not, I'm not. I'm going to have to be told it's really good because it is yes it, it, i this is one where it's like i fully expect to not think about it for the next two years until i hear that it's been canceled uh and maybe i'm maybe yeah. i'm we'll, uh, we'll, cynical we'll,
0: we'll learn that information together on this show i'm sure
1: Hmm. yeah we'll share it with all of you once mm-hmm. that information yeah don't worry comes. We'll, we'll
0: be your go- your go-to source for all of your the old man cancellation news
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh final trailer this is a teaser. Yeah, I can't wait for the trailer. Mm. Uh, prey. Mm. This is the predator. I guess you could call it a prequel.
0: Yeah, and as <laughs> much as anything is a prequel in Predator, it's just <laughs> yeah. Predator in a different time period.
1: Yeah, I guess it's, it's uh, technically
0: the, a prequel, but
1: it's technically this is one. Uh, so I wish I saw this. See, so, uh, do you miss this about trailers? Is like if I saw this in a in a theater first without knowing what it was
0: i missed that sh- would have i missed the shit out of that yeah yeah i do this uh, as, like, as as online as we are and as much as we time as we spend talking about movie news and upcoming news and stuff i do miss when trailers were a surprise because <laughs> well, this, st- this would have i would have lost my fucking mind if i saw this trailer yeah
1: they still are for normal people yeah like I'm whenever sure. i go to a movie and a trailer like this pops up in the theater i'll hear people go oh fuck you know like if you're not seeking it out you can't avoid this shit but like so this is a native american woman running through the woods and she runs into another one and she like shushes they run out into a field and she like shushes her draws her arrow and then zoom, the three dots on her fucking head yep and it's like oh oh please god that's uh, so good the
0: the, the idea that I don't know. I feel like every Predator fan has just been begging the franchise to do forever, which is just just set one in the past, you dorks. And they yeah. finally have done it. You fucking
1: idiots! They should all be in the. They past. They should
0: all be in the past. Like we got it. Like after the first one. Um, yeah, because I saw some dummy, and this this tweet. I, I, I think it's probably the similar kind of person who did that horse tweet, but it was just some Yahoo posting a, a response to this trailer like oh okay yeah like uh, some lady with a bow and arrow is really going to do much against the predator okay and it's like bro <laughs> and of course people dumped on this person because the entire point of the original predator is say. about the hubris of technology and by right. the end of the film both arnold and the predator have to completely strip off their technology and just fight dude to dude basically and right. predator fucking loses because he's so reliant on his technology
1: also like it's called an underdog story you exactly. jackass that's like, the point it's like oh oh a little kid's gonna beat up two robbers that's it's the like point. yeah that's the point that's the, that's the, o- the uh, fucking yeah, point
0: that's the other uh, th- yeah that's that's the yeah that's where the the actual thrills and tension come from <laughs> yeah Uh, So it's it's like you have misunderstood you've not only misunderstood the theme of this story, but also like general storytelling you've misunderstood. Right.
1: (laughs) Right, and the general theme of Predator. Like the first one is like look at all these guns do nothing. Yeah. They have to go back to like he has to be crawling around. If like the ending of Predator is this movie. Yes. And like we've talked about it a million times where it's like I, I enjoy the alien versus predator films for what they are I enjoy the the predator sequels for what they are but I think my pitch was I wanted to do a predator or an alien on an old-timey ship and like this is kind of the same idea but honestly better which is like yeah this is this is where I think both aliens and predators are interesting which is like yeah of course if you have all the guns in the world and like a tank and a nuke like yeah they're not they're just they're just dicks with guns and claws so it's like it it works best like a horror movie which is it's you're outgunned by them that's yeah, the that's it's, the whole appeal
0: it's the first it's alien versus aliens basically
1: yeah and so it's it's like yeah yeah it is so like yeah this is fucking amazing mm-hmm. director of 10 cloverfield lane which i would argue is a good movie kind of got fucked up by being a cloverfield
0: it is it is a pretty good movie apart apart from that ending if it if it didn't get scooped up by the cloverfield i think that would be a way more memorable film than it is
1: right and if people are wondering cloverfield was a disease on cinema it 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 hopefully is all over now but that movie 10 cloverfield lane was originally an indie film That basically got J.J. Abrams or whoever found and said, let's tack Cloverfield on it and made it a bad movie. Not a bad movie, but like a good movie that had like Cloverfield clung to it in this awful way. Uh, So that is to say, if you didn't like 10 Cloverfield Lane because of the Cloverfield of it all, that doesn't say much about the director. Like it's the only other film this person did. Um, They did direct episode one of a tv series that's coming up tom you know what tv series
0: i don't i hope you'll tell me
1: waterworld
0: oh oh dave
1: (laughs) there's Uh, a waterworld show did we know we knew this i know nothing about like if you click on it it gives you no information says waterworld tv series announced one episode he's so I mean, I, I hope they get Costner back, just lurching around that water world. Hell yeah. Pissing and things.
0: I mean, he's a big time TV star now. He is. That's with, true. with Yellowstone.
1: Yeah. But Prey, mm, this is, I think this is, as someone who just, my my DNA is both predator and aliens, like growing up on it. And I'm sure you are as, the same as well. This is probably the single mm-hmm. biggest thing I'm excited
0: for yeah this is it's like like similar to the to the she-hulk trailer there's not too much in this trailer but like the idea of it is enough for me to be so fucking excited for this this movie
1: i'm so into it yeah and this lady in the trail looks so fucking badass like that's the other part of it is the first predator had that where it's like look how badass these people look yeah uh and like that i feel like is important it's important uh they'll still all get murdered probably but you A know amounts of
0: people will be killed i'm sure <laughs>
1: yeah 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 uh oh pray oh man this is fucking throw... when is this fucking coming out when do i get to soon
0: see it? it comes out it comes out on hulu of all things this summer mm, fuck yeah so
1: Hulu, really? Yeah. Is can I rent a theater and see it in there? Like this is mm.
0: if, uh, this is a movie I would love to see in a theater. Yeah, it's Yeah.
1: Little,
0: this is a little of those... bit of a bummer it's straight to streaming.
1: Well, so uh, this is where I start feeling old like where the world is not for me. Stuff like Terminator, Predator, even Aliens like these things that in my mind are like this is number one cinema has kind of taken a back seat, right? In our st- culture. Yeah. Like like Terminator films coming. And I with Terminator I get it. They brought that on themselves. Um aliens, it's like, you know, it was shaky with people with Prometheus and stuff. And like I'm a firm believer of maybe you don't need sequels all the damn time. Yeah. But but at the same time, I would say Predator is much like a slasher movie. And in fact it's exactly like a slasher movie. And that you can make twenty of these,
0: yeah. As far as I'm you can make them with new because Predator, the draw is similar to Jason because we're rooting for Predator, right? Because he's cool. Yeah, um,
1: I would also think Alien. You can make uh, you could make more of those if you treat them like slasher movies,
0: right? Exactly because the, the 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 point of it, or rather the draw of it, is the setting rather than yeah, like it's how are they going to the, deal with the, this fucking the returning Predator. characters. Yeah, exactly. So it's you have this unique opportunity with something like predator because predator as established has been traveling all through all points in history so you have this like built-in you don't need to explain time travel or anything you can just have them show up in uh you know uh uh, the american plains 500 years ago um
1: yeah i think predator and aliens are both Slasher movies that got a little gunked up with the idea of mythology. Yeah and, and Terminator at that. Uh Terminator's a little harder because we like it's an Arnold film, you know? Uh but and there's there's more components. But like the beauty of Predator is, weirdly enough, it's not only just a slasher movie, it's one where both the villains and protagonists can be completely different characters every movie
0: yeah like normally it's built in nor- it's built into yeah. the premise same with alien
1: yeah where it's like normally it's like all right jason Voorhees is always jason Voorhees, but in the case of predator it's always just some new dipshit alien we don't know their names we don't know anything about them we don't need to uh and that's kind of cool
0: yeah it's it's a real the man <laughs> <laughs> it's a really yeah. unique opportunity that they really haven't taken advantage of uh no. before now um i think yeah. same
1: with alien where it's like yes Sigourney weaver was a thread throughout and you know she's fantastic but you really could do standalone alien movies where it's just a group of people on a ship or on a on a wooden space monk planet yeah what was that supposed to be
0: that was alien three uh, yeah
1: yeah uh, and like you could you can just tell I would fucking love you know, that drop a little flash story
0: drop like an alien or a predator into like the name of the Rose Times like throw a predator into the middle of the fucking Inquisition in Medieval Europe. Yeah, or something like that have an alien running loose during the black fucking plague or something. That's a great. Come on, guys. Yeah. What are do you it. doing?
1: Do it. So, yeah, this is mm, mm. <laughs> I'm so excited. For yeah, this. it's
0: a uh, pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. And
1: I'm I'm looking at the actors and there's at least these appear to be Native Americans playing
0: the characters. It's yeah, it's twenty twenty two. There would there's no excuse yeah. for it not to be.
1: There's no excuse which doesn't mean they wouldn't do
0: <laughs> that's it. You true. Know what I that's true. That's true, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so that's nice. That's nice that these are Native American actors yeah. uh in this Predator movie. Uh that's wonderful. Good good on them. Yeah. Uh all right, well, we're moving on to news stories. Should we thank some more
0: patrons? Oh, I guess we probably should, huh?
1: Yeah, I guess we should. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, thank you to Definitely Not Guillermo del Toro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Oh, I sure do. Big thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. Thank you to Stephen. Thank you. Thank you to, thank you. Thank, you to uh, thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg mm, uh,
0: Beep boop, thank you.
1: <laughs> thank you to asking seven. Mm, thanks. Uh and thank you to Happy Ed 209. Thanks Another so beep boop.
0: Another beep boop, yeah. yeah. Uh let me take over here. Thank you to Tiger Jones Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head.
1: Thank, thank you. Thank you
0: to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank you to Evans Maltov says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Thank you. Thank you to ET the extravagant Terrestrial. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnston's Time Machine Noise.
1: Ooh, yeah. Again,
0: not necessary to make more Predator and Alien movies. It's built into the premise. Thank you to Pete Fort <laughs> Pagel. Thank you. Thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory.
1: Thank you. Thank you to
0: pre-order Jason Parchin's new book. Pre-orders are super important. It's true.
1: Woo! So there was this news about Kathleen Kennedy's interview.
0: Christ Almighty. Where
1: she... What
0: I said, Christ Almighty! It's this whole yeah. Vanity Fair spread that came out at the beginning of the week that was basically uh, a massive amount of damage control from Lucasfilm. Yeah, and like the big thing that we're that was pulled out of this interview, and we're we're far from the first people to be talking about this this week, is that they have they said basically that they learned their lesson, they won't be recasting. Any more younger actors to play the classic characters, which means they're just gonna homunculus them like they did with Luke and the Mandalorian. Yep. Get ready for some
1: de-aged Harrison Ford. Some horrifying, awful. It's completely the wrong lesson. Yeah, it's one of those things where you realize what kind of bubble they're in. Yeah. Where like when they go on this interview and they're like, "We we heard you loud and clear." The problem with Solo. Was that we cast a new actor, and it's like, no,
0: no, that not, wasn't the problem Not even a little bit. The problem is not yeah. Alden Ehrenreich is great. Like he's he's. That fine. Was gonna say he's fine best, in Solo.
1: The best thing about Solo is him and um, fucking um Glover, uh as yeah. as, as Lando. As Lando, like yeah. that's the best part. Uh, the problem was it felt tacked on and unnecessary, and it was a lot of like, like a lot of that like cheer moments that the pandering fan moments from what i remember i haven't watched it in a second it wasn't uh,
0: it wasn't quite it didn't have too much of that honestly it, it, it wasn't apart from, from apart from him explaining the why he's named solo like we needed that oh god right i just think i don't i don't know that's that's a weird one that's it it felt out, it feels out of place i think is its so biggest problem it's like
1: yeah but the problem is also like just making Star Wars films, yeah. Like you know what I mean, where it's like it's it's almost it feels like someone who is like like who has to make a fundamental life change, like like an addict or something. Yeah, having to like create these versions of like the lesson. That doesn't involve them doing the hard thing, right? Like it's, that's what
0: it feels like, right? It's like someone showing up on heroin to their kid's bar mitzvah, and then they're like, "You're right. I learned my lesson. I will never do heroin before a family gathering again." It's like, well, exactly. No, that's not <laughs> what we want you to do, right?
1: Uh, yeah. It's a very bleak comparison. I just couldn't think of a better comparison where it's like. The, the problem is the system, the bigger system that they've built, and they keep announcing these small lessons where they're like, oh, yeah. Like, it's the same with the Colin Trevor or Jurassic World. Exactly. Where it's like, it's like, the problem is that you won't stop making these, and you don't have a, st- a story to tell. That's the problem. Uh, but that's not what they want to hear. Yeah. They don't want to hear a version where the answer is you need to stop making them.
0: And there's a version where you could hear that news. Like we won't be recast we won't be casting any new actors to play classic characters. You could hear that and be like, oh, that's great news. That means they're gonna stop leaning so heavily on fan service for the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, and instead we'll get some new stories with new characters. <laughs> nope. That means No, that sounds
1: what's gonna happen. They're yeah.
0: gonna use fucking CGI mutant versions of right. these actors. And god damn it, Carrie Fisher's family better get money for the rest of their lives and the same thing with mark hamill and harrison ford they better pay their families so much money and have so many contracts and legal obligations and oversight put into place because that sets a terrible precedent that i I, know that is ghoulish beyond imagination
1: luckily marvel apparently just bought stan lee's image (laughs) <laughs> from his family? Did they buy it from his family?
0: I think so. I think they've negotiated so, it with his estate.
1: Okay, I have a question about that. We yeah. don't even have this on the doc. What are they going to use it for?
0: They're going to use it uh, to they're going to they've said. They said they're going to use it to have um because they've purchased basically uh rights to his likeness as well as like some of his like I think wow comics or whatever. Like so they so there's some other Stanley characters that they now have the rights to. So there's there's more to it than just Stanley himself, but he is a component of it and they're going to use him to keep having him do cameos in Marvel movies and stuff. So
1: do they understand that that's not how cameos work?
0: No, they don't, Dave, clearly. <laughs>
1: like this is what I was talking about and you had a you had a good argument against it where it's like a character versus an actor playing it, but I like with Stanley it's even worse where it's like Stanley isn't a character. He's Stanley, um, yeah. Yeah. The point is, hey look, it's Stanley. Not, hey look, it's a CGI version of Stanley. That is so funny that they again, once again completely missing the point.
0: He's just uh, another, he's just another character to them. He's just another it, Mickey, he's just another Mickey Mouse to them.
1: Yeah, it's like this it's like I wouldn't be surprised if there is just a robot uh, who's in charge of disney like just this big computer algorithm that they just that spits out things that decided like oh yeah look look how uh much the audience cheers when stan lee goes on therefore we must have a stan lee in everything without not understanding like why that
0: is it's, why it's, people care it's yeah, i think a lot of these um that's so funny i think a lot of this is is you know, sort of like the the cheerworthy moments at the Oscars last year. A lot of this is decision. I feel like is our decisions being made using social media response right. as like the barometer, and social media, as ubiquitous as it seems, uh, is still a a crucially small portion of the population. Yeah. It um, also
1: doesn't reflect why people do things
0: exactly. So, like think. Yeah but like just just real quick like seriously think of how what percentage of people in the world use Twitter just try to conjure that number up in your head and i guarantee you it's like 5 times smaller than that even like right. it's it's such a minuscule amount of people that actually use and are active on social media so it feels like they're basing these decisions on things like oh there was backlash to like you mentioned Trevoro oh, there was backlash to that lady getting eaten by pterodactyls and a mosasaurus so obviously the answer is only bad people should get eaten by dinosaurs oh people loved when luke showed up in the mandalorians that me- and they didn't like solo so that means we should just use cgi versions of these characters right. rather than recasting them
1: they're uh, taking these yeah they're taking this data that is not
0: no th- and no not nuance looking at, like no nuance, the nuance. To it. <laughs> yeah yeah and they're and they're and drawing these conclusions an incredibly small sample size right and again a fraction of a fraction of the people who saw solo talked about it on social media
1: right and in their minds again they they are starting from a position where it's like we will never stop making these that's not any that we're never gonna think about it in terms of should we move on? Should we make new pr- new stories? That's never occurring to them because they're Disney. No. They've been riding characters like Mickey Mouse forever. A hundred uh, years,
0: Dave. A hundred years. Right. So about. in
1: their in their minds, they're treating them like cartoon characters. Exactly.
0: They're uh, just another Mickey Mouse to them. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Like you said. And what they don't understand is there is, in, t- in fact, a human component. It really, it even no matter how realistic CGI gets... I don't think that'll ever change with live action stuff. You can't just keep making, like you can't just DH Harrison Ford and make, you know, 50 Indiana Jones CGI movies and expect it to like be just as strong as 50 Mickey mouse movies. It just doesn't work like that. But like, that's just how they see this stuff. Yeah. And and it's so funny to watch that bubble of these, them saying this stuff where it's like you you just spent so much money on a cgi stan lee not understanding it's like it's like the it's like the holographic live shows Mm -hmm. where it's like that's that's a fantastic gimmick you're gonna get some people into it but you but it's not when it's not gonna replace concerts you understand it's
0: like when kanye bought kim kardashian a hologram of robert kardashian for her birthday (laughs) it's like bro
1: yeah like this is not this doesn't replace people as much as you want it to yeah it simply does we've
0: solved death we can keep making han solo movies because we have harrison ford in the computer it's like that's right (laughs) like you said there's a human component
1: yeah and there always will be uh it's it's very silly
0: it's like it's Uh, like uh places realizing that they can't stores realizing they can't replace all of their staff with self-checkout lines. Right. There's, it doesn't work that way. Like there's, again, it's not, I'm killing it with like not entirely applicable comparisons today, but like, that's like related to the same mentality of where it's like, they think they have this solution, but it's negating the major factor of what endears art and stories to people is the human component.
1: Yeah. And with this stuff, whenever they just say, we learned this lesson, it's just, yeah. You, you, you can't learn anything you when you're. didn't not, learn the lesson. Yeah, they're not calibrated with reality. No. Uh, and so, like, the lessons they learn are always going to be completely off. Right. Because, like, they, yeah.
0: Spending millions of dollars to put fucking Stan Lee CGI phantasm in the next 20 years of Marvel movies, that is That's violently so not learning funny. the lesson. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that is such a waste of money. Oh
0: my god! Anywho,
1: Netflix laid off a bunch of employees,
0: 150. Yeah, that's a lot. They are clean. It's uh, they noticed their well, not noticed. They had their first loss of subscribers this past quarter. So like them, now they're freaking out. Them cleaning house on to dumb, which happened a couple of weeks ago, where a lot of colleagues got unceremoniously and callously fired at the beginning of what was supposed to be a career. Um, Yeah. They keep, they're, they're denying they're doing this, but they keep axing their animated shows. Um, Yep. And it's so funny. They have like this arm that's coming out. Like they're constantly having PR people respond when these articles get published. Like is Netflix annihilating its animation arm? And like, no, no, we're not doing that at all. But then when you counter with like, well, but you've la- you've you've canceled, you know, uh, twenty shows in the past month, and you've laid off all of these different writing and production teams. Like, well, yeah, that's true. Okay, so you are canceling all of your animation, <laughs> right? Uh, so they're it's, they're it's freaking the that... fuck out, and it's like they're doing everything, but the I would seem like the logical solution would be to lower your fucking subscription rate because there's way more competition now than there was when you first came out.
1: It's the it's the idea that when a company keeps growing, mm-hmm. and, uh, and like their CEOs keep making more money, yeah. they would never imagine the going the other way. They're... The idea of oh, we, if we give like if our CAs, CEOs stop making as much money, if the company stops making as much money, then we're failing. That's bad. So they do everything. It's that it's the it's like the opposite of like the captain goes down with the ship where they're like they're throwing everybody else overboard immediately uh yeah, instead to, of
0: you have to secure the profits for your investors
1: right and the problem is like in order it's it it's it's you know the balloon is gonna burst that way like sometimes you have to like take a step back like you said lower your prices mm-hmm. maybe like invest more in better shows or something something that isn't just firing a bunch of people you need to because recalig- i don't know about you tom but i've seen the effects of that and it doesn't go in the right direction no, it always
0: ends badly in point of fact we have uh, a yeah. hundred years of uh, evidence and and anecdotes yeah. and uh I- examples of this happening time and again where it does not work there is uh, not to get off on some more news rant but there is a the myth mm. the myth of capitalism is that endless growth is possible and it is simply not you cannot it's continue simply to not. grow because what what eventually happens is that's cancer that is literally what cancer is cancer is un, unchecked growth of your cells so like eventually you grow you the only way to continue endless growth is to cannibalize yourself it's the only exactly.
1: way exactly and then it starts falling apart. Like the Netflix, if they keep doing this, they're just going to continue to mm-hmm. just
0: continue to cut pieces of themselves off until there's nothing left, and they have no more products. And yeah, then exactly. the CEOs just sell their shares and move on to their next thing. That's what happens every time. Yeah. And they're like this so, time, it'll work. This time, we can post profits every single year. Nope.
1: Right. And honestly, they probably know it won't work at this point. Uh, they're probably just doing the things they. Are supposed to do i don't know uh it's uh yeah it's not good it's not good it's It's, uh, a bad sign for netflix it's
0: really bad yeah Yeah, it's not a good sign for netflix it's well i don't know i think netflix is going to be okay but like it's this like you said it's a recalibration is needed netflix um streaming has changed so much in just the past three years let alone the past decade uh right it's just not the same landscape anymore it is in infinitely more competitive than it was when netflix got started they're not the only game in town anymore and they can't expect to continue to post increasing profits every single year that's not possible it's not realistic yeah
1: they're having a bad time yeah they they got their they got their disney stuff taken they got you sure did the the uh, tons of bullshit with which was their fault which with them with the lgbtq people and uh-huh. the dave Chappelle stuff yeah, yeah. like they've been making nothing but like bad choices apparently and i didn't look into this because i didn't want it spoiled apparently the monopoly stranger things game just spoiled the the new season
0: oh i've got a tasty tidbit for you on that oh no uh, yes what is the, it? the monopoly game spoils the season and the the duffer brothers are upset about that understandably um yeah uh, some of my, you know, I've, I've heard that, um, the screeners that they're sending out for stranger things for review is only, yeah. the season is divided into part one and part two. Um, right. so the screeners that are coming out now are just for part one. Cause that's what comes out next week. I believe, I think it's next mm-hmm. week. um, They uh, when you get screeners, uh, particularly for a show like Stranger Things or something that's like hugely popular or has a lot of spoilable stuff that you will get a uh, not not an NDA, but it's like you don't sign anything, but it's like a directive, basically, or a list of instructions from the production uh, company or whoever, which in this case is Netflix, letting you know things that they would like you not to spoil. Um, it's like a, hey, in your coverage. Cause these are review copies. So like in your review, please don't spoil X, Y, and Z plot points. And they list it out for you. Um, it's, right. it's, it's, it's a review it's, it's called a review embargo. Basically it's, it's like related to the embargo. Um, and you just, it's like a, a handshake agreement. Um, anyway, you don't sign anything, but it's just, they, they give you a list of stuff they don't want you to spoil. Right. So, um with their screeners I have heard they the list of spoilers they're sending out include spoilers for part 1 and 2. So they they're, so they're spoiling They're part spoiling two. the entire series for the people that they're sending it out to review the first half of it. So
1: fucking weird.
0: It's like there's there's such a disconnect between the business end of Netflix and the creative end of Netflix.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that's a lot of companies, obviously. I know, but you'd think. We just got finished talking about Disney, but yeah, you'd think they'd understand
0: that. For what is, hands down, their biggest hit, pretty much, right? Or at least they're the thing that, like, put them on the map a couple of years ago as being a serious contender for, like,. hugely huge crossover appeal in their original programming. Like, obviously they had success with like house of cards um, and Ozark, I think was before that as well. a couple other shows. um, Orange is the new black, but like stranger things was like a phenomenon. It's like, it's their Marvel basically. And it's to have them be so fucking careless with the first stranger things episodes in three years to just spoil it in a fucking monopoly game. And like in the, in the fucking email that you're sending to people to review it. It's like, how can it's, you don't care about the stuff you're producing. I was going to say spoil
1: spoilers to me tend to be a sign of how like creatively bankrupt something is yeah, or how much a fandom is creatively bankrupt. If that makes sense, where it's like, like this happens with Marvel a lot where it's like, you have to mute stuff because their fans just don't care. And it's mainly because what that says to me is that no, they don't actually care about the plot so much as the hype? To me, that's what that says to me. Is when when it's like, oh, this X character is in it. We're gonna post memes and post about it all over the internet. That means they don't really care about the story, exactly. Uh, because that it's, means it's the story doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a product that like has like there's nothing linear about it in their minds, I guess. Where it's like telling a story as opposed to just like look at all these cool things in it. Uh, we like and so yeah, it it just speaks terribly for Netflix. Yeah, that they don't understand
0: that it's yeah, for sure. It's a bad look. Very very careless. It's a bad look.
1: Yeah, but uh, you know what's a good look? What's that? The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is coming back, Tom. Oh
0: hell yeah! The news I've been waiting for my entire life.
1: Yeah, they're rebooting it. Disney is. Uh, I don't get it. The first one was so good. You don't need to fuck with it. Perfect. Don't fuck but- with perfection yeah yeah i mean why not (laughs) sure this is the most low stakes news
0: yeah i mean it's you know it was an existing comic so it's just another adaptation
1: it's the league of like um like uh shit i forget what it's called like the 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 creative Commons. like it's a league of uh
0: oh the league of public domain public domain domain, domain that's the idea yeah pretty much
1: yeah that's great they should have put winnie the pooh in there
0: I mean, they can now. <laughs> yeah,
1: they can now. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like Smash Smash Brothers. It's like, yeah, fuck it. Just add just add as many public domain yeah, fucking, characters yeah, as you can. <laughs>
0: Super Smash Brothers. Get Winnie the Pooh and Abe Lincoln in there. I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah,
1: let's do it. Let's do it. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, sure. Final news. Final news is that. I don't know if this is the official announcement but Daredevil is definitely back we all knew it was going to be back it is but they not, have the writers it is
0: not the official they they have not made any official announcement but they did hire two writers to write it yeah got it yeah so yeah it's and ha- I mean they brought, them, they
1: brought them back in Sp- speederman and there's all these uh all these like instagrams of like the cast hanging out together and it's like gee
0: yeah or that could be exactly it's just it's one of those where they haven't made their official announcement but it's like you can see yeah there's a new daredevil series that's going to come out for disney plus for sure
1: i hope they uh uh like i know i know no they don't have it confirmed i hope they don't fucking write vincent d'onofrio out of this because they blew their load with hawkeye uh did you watch that
0: no but i i I did hear he like shows up and gets killed immediately
1: yeah i mean spoilers but not it's been out he he, they also make him like superhuman Like he gets like hit by a car and it's fine. Like they, they do this thing where they bring him in and Vincent D'Onofrio is fucking amazing. He's playing the character as always. And it's, he had no business being in it. He barely, he barely matters in it. And then they just sort of like make his character awkward and different than like, like clearly it's someone else writing him, you know? Uh, And they, they make him like weirdly more superhuman uh and then he's gone and you're like, Why did you do that? Was it again it's just for the idea of like we need a cheer moment? L- like, oh, you know this character, but it's like if you have nothing good to do with him, just leave him out of it. Yeah. Uh uh so like I man, I hope he's back for this. I really like Daredevil.
0: Yeah. Uh I really enjoy it. I like him as Kingpin, he's great.
1: He's so good. He's so good.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a very interesting performance it
1: is um it's yeah it's not the kingpin you'd imagine no and it's beautiful it's it's, it, it
0: sounds like the version in hawkeye is is closer to what he is in the comic books
1: yeah i think so
0: um i i definitely but yeah i love the way but, d'onofrio played him
1: yeah uh that's it for news yeah um, let's move on more patrons yeah let's, uh, let's thank some more you.
0: people
1: yeah big thank you to the midnight patron with patrons at midnight mm, yeah baby yeah Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew, the proud Satanist Howl. Thank you. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you so much. Thank you to RevMD. Thank you. Thank you to Lauren Gucci. Thank you. Thank you to Bootler. Bootleson. Thank you so much. Thank you to Tux. Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you. Thank you to Norm. Norm. Cheers. Thank you to Space McNulty. Always. Let
0: me jump in here. Thank you to your mom. Thank you. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Andrew Follow Marina on Twitch and Patreon at HeartFistBrainMaguire. Brain Maguire. Thank you. Thank you to AJ. Thank you, thank you to Tip Drizzle. T D. Thank, thank you. Thank you to you. Burrito Mouth.
1: Thank you. Thank you to the
0: ghost of Dave Thomas.
1: Thank you. Thank you to
0: Aaron Burser.
1: Thank you very much. Thank
0: you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Defoe's confusingly large dick chill.
1: Thank you. Thank you to Funky
0: Jay. Thanks and thank you to Pie Guy.
1: Pie Guy. Dave. Pie Guy. Dave. Yes.
0: Dave, I what have, I have uh, something very important to ask you.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and normally at this point of the episode, um, I do some goofy ass bit about uh, seeing if you have another movie that deserves more hype. Now mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. going to ask that same question. However, there is a there is an asterisk uh, beside it. Okay. Okay. There is an addendum to the initial question of do you have a movie that deserves more hype? Does it star a person who was in one of the other trailers we talked about today?
1: Uh, Yeah. That oh is- shit. What luck. <laughs> wait, wait, who's, who's in this? That's in another trailer. Tim Roth. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Okay. So listen, I've been hearing about this for a while. Cause it was at, uh, at the Sundance. And I never thought it was going to be a movie that deserved more hype because I just figured when the trailer came out, yeah, it would people would immediately jump on it. But the trailer isn't nobody's fucking talking about it. The trailer has like thirty thousand views. I haven't heard of it. Which yeah, is, yeah, thirty thousand is a lot, but for this, I mean, come the fuck on! This is Resurrection, starring Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth. Uh, it's a it's a horror movie. It's a it's a horror drama movie about a woman who um has a former partner played by tim roth who was clearly abusive in some way (laughs) he is not a good person is what we know we don't quite know what happened uh and he shows back up after i believe 22 years um so like you know it's been a while and uh and uh he says i believe he says that their son that they thought was dead or something is bat is not dead right um and he tells her that she can get access to her son if she performs a series of what he calls to be kindnesses which turns into some sort of like series of tests on her in mind games and from the reviews i'm seeing like it's it has a lot of like i don't think it's the same plot at all it obviously isn't but i'm seeing a lot of people kind of react to it the same way you would like old boy where it's just like boy that ending <laughs> like it's a lot of that oh i got gotcha. um or something like the gift i'm not saying there's a twist um but it uh, the gift is not the sam Raimi one where it's like clearly like something really messed up happens in the end of this movie and it's and it's um really tense i mean the trailer is really tense and the trailer doesn't tell you much but Tim no. Roth is clearly, like, an evil guy. Uh, Rebecca Hall is – it's a lot of, like, gaslighting and stuff where, like, she keeps seeing him. Yeah. Just sort of watching her. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, like, something like Men, which is coming out soon. Uh, it has that vibe to it. it the director is, is new. Um, the writer-director did one other thing, one other um, full length uh, called Nancy, Please, which I never saw.
0: Okay. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of that plot information is not in the trailer. Um, The trailer is very good. Um, I'm actually a little less interested in it now that I have the plot summary before me. Because the way that the trailer is presented is Rebecca Hall is this um, very successful uh, professional. Um, And at some conference, she spots Tim Roth just randomly in the audience and starts to have a panic attack. And the trailer sort of spreads out from there where she's seeing him everywhere. She's becoming increasingly obsessed with keeping herself and her family safe from him. So and there's just really one quick scene with him where they're sitting down in a diner together and he seems relatively genial. So like just based on the trailer, I thought, is this a movie about a person with borderline personality disorder where right, it's like right, right, right. she probably did experience abuse but has uh, interpreted it in some way where it's like she feels well, like mean, she needs to defend herself from a threat that's not really there do you see what i'm getting at like that's kind of what yeah, the trailer I mean, seemed like to me
1: we don't know what it's gonna be maybe that is you know maybe that is a that factor could, in that it. could
0: be it yeah um, it, there's n- it's just, it's just the plot, uh, the plot summary seems to make it much more of a straightforward thriller, which is totally fine. I like these two actors a lot. Um, yeah, Rebecca Hall has been killing it lately. So that's awesome. She really has. Um, um, but, uh, I'll still watch it either way, but I was, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's the trailer was much more interesting than the plot description to me.
1: Yeah, I get you. I think, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm intrigued by both, but I get what you're saying. Where like I don't think this is going to be supernatural in any way. No, 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 no. I it think doesn't... it's just going to be really intense. Yeah, none, uh, uh,
0: none of those vibes. Although there is some imagery in the trailer where she finds like a baby in the oven and it's covered in dirt. Yeah, there's <laughs> it's it's like, maybe. Well, some that's probably not aspects. really happening, but I hope not. Yeah. Well, and, and there's definitely the the trailer makes it clear that there is a psychological aspect to what's like. It's clear she's obsessing and is not quite making the best judgment um right. so they 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 seem to be kind of suggesting that maybe not everything she's seeing is literally real um but i don't know
1: i don't know either but i'm just surprised more people aren't talking about it because yeah like you said um fucking rebecca hall jesus christ like she's <laughs> doing great yeah uh so yeah i'm super curious about this one uh i also want to do a quick follow-up i don't think i mentioned this that i saw we're all going to the world's fair i know i mentioned it to you tom you did oh no i did i did mention it on i think we just watched uh that was really good it's not the movie you think it's going to be like it's not a straight-up horror movie it's more psychological uh but uh it was really good the main actress whose name i guess is anna cobb uh i really want her to have a career that's all
0: Oh, word yeah
1: So I just wanted to do a follow-up on that because I feel like I hadn't mentioned it.
0: Deserve more hype.
1: Follow-ups that deserve more hype. But in this case, resurrection, check out the trailer. Very good trailer. It's coming out August 5th. So we'll probably start hearing about it more. Yeah, I'm guessing because it's got Rebecca, uh, Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth. Yeah. So like, you know,
0: and it's like, it's like an appealing genre movie too. So it's like, this is the kind of shit that people go to see. So like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. What's what's the deal? Come on. I don't know. Get on it. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Whoever's putting this out.
0: IFC. Get on it, H-Wood. Yeah. Um, old H-Wood. Old H-Wood. Dave, I think that's a sewed. So- I think we did it. Oh, man. Good show. And we have no one to thank except ourselves, so...
1: Yeah, no guests. We did this alone by ourselves. Dave. No training
0: wheels. Why don't you tell them some stuff about us? Yeah.
1: Well listen, uh we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Uh there's some stuff on there. For just five dollars a month, you get access to a bunch of podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, mm. Fox Mulder is a Maniac, mm. Star Trek the next Futurama, and Spielboys, just five dollars a month. a uh, bunch of exclusive podcasts. Um we also, for $10 a month, watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. That's tonight. We have something very special, very special for you guys tonight.
0: Oh, so, yeah. You're going to be, so uh, be so excited.
1: You're going to be so excited. Oh, you're going to be so excited. You're going to be so excited.
0: There is isn't, uh, isn't a bleak hint somewhere in this episode, so go back. I and, was
1: about to say, we hinted at it, yeah.
0: Um. Mm. We also have a store. Head over to GameFlyEmployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, and a bunch of other things. So, uh, check that out. Yeah. And leave us a review. If review you would. us uh, and follow us on the socials. You'll figure it out.
1: Yeah. Or yeah, we're on the socials. We're on the socials. At, at, at gamefully on, I believe. Yeah. Um, at
0: gamefully on, on the Twitters, on the tweets. So yeah,
1: those are, those are all things to do.
0: That's all of our information.
1: And yeah. And be good.
0: Yeah. Be, be excellent to each other
1: yeah all right as jesus said mm-hmm. <laughs> as, yeah.
0: as christ said yep be excellent to you each know, other the, the bass player in wild stallions christ Yep. <laughs> uh, okay bye bye Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.